Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. All right, we're going out to West Bend this week on Urban Spelunking to a place that I think is probably the biggest landmark in West Bend. Definitely something that if you have seen a postcard from West Bend, uh, you've probably seen this iconic sign outside this theater on Main Street, the West Bend Theater in Main Street this week on Urban Spelunking. Hey, Bobby. How's it going? That's a great name for a theater in West Bend, isn't it? (laughs) Right. So this opened back in the 20s, and this was a uh, vaudeville theater, correct? Yeah, it was originally built as a vaudeville theater, um, and then was quickly converted to movies because the vaudeville, by the time it opened, the vaudeville scene was starting to kind of slow down. And we're talking about it now because it has been recently renovated and was just about to reopen to the public before the whole coronavirus pandemic. So it's it's ready. It's going to be there as soon as we're able to go back into theaters again. But this this uh, theater, Bobby, has this rich, rich history, and much of it has been preserved in the renovation. Yeah, technically, I should say it did reopen, but then they held the grand opening, and then they closed immediately after it. Take us back to the uh, the beginning, yeah. When was it built, and uh, what, what kind of shows were there? Okay, so it was built in 1929 as a vaudeville theater, so the shows would have been... Um, if you're not familiar with vaudeville, they were sort of variety shows with a bunch of acts on them. And it was a mixture of singing and dancing and slapstick comedy and all kinds of, uh, just all kinds of entertainment wrapped up into one sort of, uh, typically humorous, um, package show, you know, but that, uh, you know, and those performers would travel around the country and do these shows all over the place. Um, and so when the theater was built to be a vaudeville house, it tended to have backstage rooms for the performers. It had a, a bigger stage than you would need for something that was just going to be a movie house because you'd have live performers on it. Um, so that kind of stuff. But um, the vaudeville circuit was kind of starting to come to a close around that time. Um, so it quickly transitioned to movies. But I should point out that, um, you know, it opened in... 1929 and just before it was ready to open its doors the stock market crashed so it opened in the midst of a brand new depression (laughs) it's got it's not it's not doing high on the luck so this this building has been been through it once or twice before huh it sure has but you know once it switched to movies it became pretty popular and generations of folks who grew up in west bend went to this theater i mean it ran as a movie theater until just a few years ago. But over the years, it was heavily heavily renovated. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is over the years, it looks like uh, you mentioned that it kind of fell into disrepair a little bit and there was some extensive rehab needed to, to make it a place that could reopen and be a vibrant, you know, Main Street worthy West Bend attraction. Yeah. So what happened was they, you know, they did lots of remodelings on the inside and a, a lot of the early decor was covered over and then at some point it was converted into two screens and then ultimately three screens so you know walls and partitions were put up um and then when this nonprofit took it over with the plan to to reopen it they started to renovate it back into one big open theater as it had originally been um and what they found during that work was huge sections of the original painted decor on the walls. And so they brought in Conrad Schmidt Studios, which specializes in that kind of work, and they recreated the entire painted interior, which is really beautiful. So folks who, you know, grew up going to the theater in the last few decades 
will walk in there and be stunned and amazed because now it's sort of back to its original glory with tons of, you know, great colors everywhere and just painted decorations and motifs everywhere. Whereas for a long time, it had been just sort of like a dull 60s and 70s bland interior. This was kind of West Bend's movie palace then at the yeah. time. Uh, yeah. Certainly built built with that same kind of detail and, and precision and, and beauty. And so what I guess what does the future hold for this when they're finally able to reopen, which we all you know hope is coming soon? What kind of shows and movies are going to be screened here at the West Bend Theater? Well, this is the big question. This is what the plan, I'll tell you what the plan was. You know, this is the last place I visited for a story before everything shut down. So basically the, the previous weekend they'd had their grand opening immediately shut again um, and then had to lay off everybody basically right away. The only, the only the main guy running it was staying on to kind of keep paying the bills and whatnot. Um, but the plan is to show there's a, there's a first run movie house already in West Bend. So they're not going to do that kind of thing here. They're going to do, um, classic movies, cult movies, art movies, that sort of thing. But they're also going to do live performances. They're going to do concerts. They're actually, their opening night was a concert. They want to be, they're going to do comedy shows, theater productions. They want to be a rental venue. So like, uh, you know, graduations, meetings, things like that. Um, and, uh, they also, there's a big farmer's market that takes place out in front on main street. And what they're thinking about doing is on those weekend days showing sort of family friendly stuff like old cartoons, uh, classic movies that are sort of family oriented. So people can pop in and watch stuff when they're, you know, taking a break from shopping and stuff too. So they have really, they have a lot of plans, really interesting plans and, and I don't think they're going to come to any sort of shortage of possibilities. The question is the same as it is for everybody. How are they going to weather this current situation? Because they, as I said, they basically reopened, shut down immediately, and they have utility bills to pay. They have you know all the same things that like venues have to to pay for. They still have to cover while there's no money coming in, just like just like everybody else. So. What that means, it's kind of hard to say, but I think the place is stunning. It's really beautiful. And they have what seems like a great plan. And because it's sort of a community nonprofit, there's a lot of people in town, not only who just have fond memories of the place, there's a lot of people in town who are sort of connected to it because of all the work. Um, yeah, I'd imagine it's such a landmark too. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I think they'll have a lot of support. And I think, you know, they got everything going for them, but as always, like I said, the question mark is the same question mark absolutely everybody's looking at right now. So we don't that that will remain to be seen. Well, I, I think it's safe to say we're all looking forward to that day when we can go back to the theater and see some live music, see some live concerts, catch a movie. So definitely wishing the best to folks at the West Bend Theater that they can reopen as soon as possible. Well, coming up next on Urban Speedlock, we're gonna do kind of a deep dive, talk more about some of the architecture and some of the um, the cool original details they were able to repair and refurbish during the remodeling. It's coming up next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. 
Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back at the West Bend Theater, right in downtown West Bend, the iconic blade sign that says West Bend, one of the uh, probably most photographed places in West Bend. So definitely interested to see what was happening inside this building, because if it's as beautiful as the outside, I'm sure the inside is uh, got tons of history. So what was the whole process like, Bobby, to uh, to restore this theater? Um, it, was, it was like any renovation where you think it's they thought it was going to cost one amount. <laughs> And then as time went on, it ended up costing a lot more. But um, a good reason for that was because um, when they were pulling out some of the later additions, like wall coverings and things like that, they came across the the early stenciled painted decorations on the walls. So, you know, they had original colors and had original designs. So they uh, got Conrad Schmidt Studios, which does that sort of art restoration, to come in and they could... With they had plenty there to be able to tell what the decoration looked like throughout the place and where the different uh, motifs were painted and that sort of thing. So they were able to recreate it all throughout the theater. There's beautiful. Oh, that's really cool. So they were able to kind of blend the line between restoring and and recreating. Yeah, yeah. But they, but luckily they could they had enough of what was there that they could recreate it in a in a pretty darn accurate way, which was nice. You know, they weren't just and that's the kind of, that's the kind of work that only a right yeah that's the kind of work that only a you know an, an artistic type studio could probably do you know it's something that a contractor just alone would probably struggle to to do that way so it's, it's interesting that they they really spent the time and and the in the expense of restoring it properly yeah and they were sort of for, and they were fortunate because um, because there was enough there to to be able to do it that way and I think once they realized that they had enough to do it in like a profoundly um, authentic way. I think they felt like they really had no choice but to do it. Like they, that they wouldn't be, they would be doing a disservice to the place if they didn't do it, you know? Um, so that sort of made the project go on a little longer than they expected and cost more than they expected, but it was definitely worth it. If you go in there now, there's still all sorts of ornate plaster work that's been repainted. Um, even the grills on like the, the heating and air conditioning vents are all like the original decorative, grills um so really it's, it's i hate to keep saying ornate but it's definitely like the kind of movie theater you don't see now or when you see them with these sorts of sorts of details they seem sort of fake and plastic uh in this case they're they're trying to kind of replicate this this old style it's an imitation of right of the original which is what we're talking about here. right and this you it feels like stepping back in time to what what this must have looked like in 1929 except that there's the seats are there are new seats which are more spacious so that's nice and they in the back they (laughs) they took out a few rows in the back so that they could space out the rows a little more but also they put in a bar back there um so that it will be a you know when it's a back up and running it'll be a full service venue like you know when you're at a concert you want to be able to have a beer you want to be able to have a you know a soda or whatever and the in in the front there were two Flanking the lobby, there were two really small retail spaces, and one of those is now the concession stand too. So they sell a little bit of food. So besides renovating like the the snack bar and adding in some more options, there was tons of upgrades too. I mean, we're going to see, of course, the the restoration element, but uh, the sound system, the seating, like you mentioned, and the projection um, sounds. You know, the, the acoustics sounds like was really a, a major focus of the renovation. So, what were some of the other improvements? 
Yeah, so the, like you said, the the audio system is top of the line. They basically uh, hired hired an expert to to say what's the absolute uh, most current system they would need going forward, and they and they installed that. You know, and then if you go up into the projection booth where the old giant film <laughs> cameras would have been, and they still that's still where they project films from, but. There's, it's funny because it looks almost empty. There's just like the new digital equipment is so tiny that uh, it takes up very little space. Um, what I was excited about was below the stage, uh, There's they redid rooms into dressing rooms for when they have concerts, but they also kept the old orchestra pit in front of the stage. Oh, cool. But okay. um, But they built over it above so like the stage is extended out over the orchestra pit but they underneath they kept the orchestra pit as a storage space you have to there's a little hatch in the wall in the basement that you can crawl through and then you're in the old orchestra pit which is pretty cool that's awesome yeah, yeah and i love that that picture that you got uh you got a picture of that in the story but then also up in the projection booth you got kind of this view looking through the the little port in the wall where the the image is projected right yeah i, I do that every every movie theater i go to <laughs> How can you not? Yeah, it's a great photo. That's my that's my go to yeah, projection booth photo. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of really great photos in this piece too. I mean, uh, really makes you zeal for going to the theater again, which is something I'm sure we're all missing right now. So besides the the upgrades to the art and or the upgrades to the the sound system and the renovations to the the original restoring it to the original aesthetics, was there anything else major that they changed about the building? Well, one thing, I wouldn't say they changed it, but the one key uh, restoration was that iconic blade sign out front. They completely refurbished that. And it was great because from the projection booth, uh, I could sort of lean out the window and I took a a panorama shot of it that's in the story. Um, And it was cool to see it that close up, you know, but it looks beautiful. They did a really great job. Well, definitely check out Bobby's complete story. Read it. read, Read the whole thing at On Milwaukee. Um, because he's got some great photos from the process of restoring this iconic theater in West Bend. Plus, it's uh, it's kind of like visiting the movies. You can kind of imagine kind of. going back to the movies, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts on Spreaker, on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find podcasts, you can, you can find 88.9 too. And while you're there, we ask that you would rate and review the podcast. Helps us out a ton. It's on Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzillo. Thanks. Thanks, Nate.